What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. This is episode 10, our first little Ten mini milestone. Ten things. <laughs> Bro, we, we hit the milestone, and then we have a special guest to celebrate with us. Shout out to actually one of our biggest SoundCloud followers, oh, slash, yes. like... <laughs> best friends. Best good friends. Best <laughs> music concert Hell going yeah. partner. Stevie T's in the Stevie house T. from Dugatron. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. And then E-Man and Neil, of course, always. I mean, we're, I'm here, but not here. I'm on autopilot. I hear that. I just got back from North Carolina, man. So I'm Did you have fun out there? Dude, it was crazy. Oh, actually, I'm rocking one of the shirts. So shout out to Asheville Brewing Company. Uh, the Draft Punk, their double IPA. Rocking that right now. Such a, actually, it's such a fucking dope, like, brewery and everything like that. But, hey, shout out to all the artists and stuff like that I got a chance to meet, too. Uh, uh, Musashi Zero, uh, Spaceman Jones, uh, Katara and the Blown Glass Band, uh, Colson, uh Pat the Poet, uh, SK the Novelist. I mean, I, I met so many different people out there, and it was crazy. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. What kind of beer you got for us today? So, from Muskegon, Michigan, Ooh. we got the Salted Caramel Porter today. Nice. It's getting a little cold outside, you know, back in the States, so it's like, I want, you know, something a little bit heavier and everything like that. CVT already pouring up. We didn't even yeah. toast yet. Yeah, we're, we're, we're already I've getting got into it. After you pour. So I got a little premature on this. <laughs> not going to lie. While we pour uh, these premature, up, I'm going to play a little bit of Not the first time. Like, <laughs> portration. <laughs> premature pouring over here. While we pour these up, I'm going to play a little bit of Stevie's music on here. This is Death Hacks. It's one of their new songs. Yep. All right. Let's see if I can get this pour right today. I wish I could play a drum roll like, when you pour. So you can get it right. <laughs> I think I'm getting better at this. I think we got this today. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Nope. <laughs> Weak head. Oh well. There you go, right no, there. No, cheers, boys. Cheers, guys. All right. Ooh, you have that big toffee flakes aroma Ooh. to it. I like this. Okay. It's one of them dessert beers. Is it a yeah. dessert beer? <laughs> That, that is Ooh. weird. It's got that bite though too. What does it say? Let's see what this says. I'm so bad at like, like just tell me what you taste. I'm like, I don't know what my fucking right. what I taste. <laughs> you have like salty the car- caramel deliciousness. No, yeah, you can act- you can taste like the caramel like characteristic to it, which is dope. I like that aspect. Yeah. And it has like that like kind of like that coffee like toffee flavor. So it's like really, it's a really good dessert beer, like you were saying. Like it really is. It fits like that, that like porter like profile, like really mm-hmm. well. So yeah, I enjoy that. And you know, as of course, you know, like with most porters, they got like that carbonation like to the head to it and everything like that. Like this is this is on point for you know what it should be. Yeah. Well, before we get into new music releases and stuff, I gotta start off. I like to get the sad stuff out of the way first. And another Detroit legend passed away last week, so I wanted to. Uh, Say rest in peace to Wawa Watson. And if you're not familiar with Wawa Watson, he was one of the Funk Brothers, and he played guitar on "Let's Get It On" by Marvin Gaye, like that that iconic intro to Marvin Gaye's. And he played with MJ too. mm -hmm. He played with MJ. I actually didn't know that. Oh, he played with. I didn't know he was from Detroit. Yep, yep. He, I just uh, saw that, but I didn't. I didn't he was uh, he was one of the Funk Brothers, like later on, like towards like the later years of the Funk Brothers, towards like. Like early 70s, like 70, 71, that era. And then he went with Marvin Gaye. I think he worked on all of Let's Get It On with Marvin Gaye. Wow. But yeah, he passed away the other day. He was like, he was only like 67 years old. He was still pretty yeah. young, like in retrospect. Yeah. 
But those guys got kind of a raw deal when Motown went to Cali, man. Yeah, I would admit it. I think like, like I even like you know how like restaurants close and they'll just post like a thing like sorry employees we are out <laughs> of business well, you now. You guys That's are like unemployed yeah. now. So kind of what happened to them? Peace. <laughs> well, wasn't wasn't Dennis Coffee like waiting tables for a good ten years or well, something? Yeah. I mean, he still plays those free shows that we've we've been to a couple sure, together. Like every yeah. Tuesday night he plays in Detroit at this place called Northern Lights Lounge. It's fucking really? incredible, dude. He's got like, yeah. a whole band of like amazing musicians. Like, do like two, three sets there every yep. night, and they'll play like an instrumental version of My Girl and like jam it out for fifteen minutes. Yep. It's, it's or he'll be like, really... "This is a song that me and Stevie were experimenting with the wah yeah. pedal." You're like Jesus, this is crazy. Like, and it's free. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, 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 it's once great. a week yeah. too. Like he's just there. Yep. <laughs> we were there one time. Like it was his seventy fourth birthday. I think it was like him and wow. his wife and she we ate birthday cake with him. It was fun. Wow. We should go to another one of those I soon. I know. It's been a while. I don't know. He's 77. It's been a while. <laughs> 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 All right. But, yeah, so anyways, rest in peace to him. That's sad. Cheers. Hopefully no more uh, Detroit legends die anytime soon because it's kind of bumming me out. Mm-hmm. Right, he was on uh, – he played with, like uh, – he played on ABC by the Jackson 5, too. Did he really? Yeah. Yep. And Quincy Jones, Body Heat, the Beach Boys he played on some shit with. That's crazy. Yeah, if people could just stop dying. Yeah, could you like, stop, could dying, just stop dying? Like, Ugh. no, like, you know, deaf, like, go somewhere else, bro. Yeah. It's going to be such a weird feeling when you're, like, an old person. Just, oh, like, dude. knowing that it's around the corner. I can't, I can't <laughs> I get, get into get this there. conversation. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go there either. I don't like where this podcast is going right now. <laughs> I get bad anxiety I don't like. That. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll move on to the Bad music. trip, bad trip. We'll move on to the music <laughs> releases that we listened to this week, and there was a lot of interesting ones. That you listened to. I I, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, I, I literally only listened to one actual major release this week, which was the Joey Ortiz album. That was I've one been, of my favorites of the I've, week. I've been sure. so one like, of my favorites of the year, I think. In Asheville, so I was like... yeah. Yep. Fell behind on it. So I fell major behind. For this week for me, uh, hip-hop and R&B definitely went back up on top because you had Apollo Brown and Joel Apollo Brown's Detroiter, by the way. Shout out to Apollo Brown. Oh, that's cool. Um, so he's on the production. He makes all the beats. And then Joel Ortiz, obviously, we all know from Slaughterhouse, and he's just like a lyrical mastermind. That album's called Mona Lisa. I think that's one of the strongest ones of the year, hip-hop-wise. Um, Fair. Yeah, they had the one track... Uh, that place about the hospitals and stuff like oh, that. Oh man, yeah, that, that was, was such a good story. He's, such, he's a really good storytelling yeah. rapper too. Like one of those really descriptive guys. He brought like the visuals to life with it for me, which I I, I really do appreciate stuff like that. I like storytelling and hip hop. Yeah, that one's gonna be getting a lot more plays for me. And then my other favorite one, uh, another one of my favorites of the year in any genre is this Mick Jenkins album, who's like his beats are real. Like I kind of like describe it as it feels like you're floating in water. Like he's got a real like spacey like fluid sounding beats and like it's real poetic like kind of really jazzed out beats and his his lyrics are always real poetic and stuff uh one of the reviews i read of him was comparing him to like a modern uh day gil scott heron which Ooh, was like he, that's he, a big he, he retweeted it and he's like uh ah, pump the brakes but thank you that's a big, <laughs> that's a big statement gil scott yeah. heron uh, yeah that's a big pedestal mm-hmm. my friend yeah. <laughs> yeah so those were my two favorite of the hip-hop did you listen to any hip-hop albums or anything i guess we can take hip-hop this down by general genre no not hip-hop no i'm out of it i yeah. i catch i catch certain things here and there. i guess i'll ask you first then what did you did, what new music are you listening okay to, this week i can name three albums for sure that are definitely um um, they're all pretty much in the electronic realm. Uh, the first one, sort of maybe not so much. She's uh, her name's Julia Holter. She's kind of like this sort of baroque 
chamber pop sort of experimental, but I've been following her for about five, six years now, and she, I don't know if she's still producing all of her own stuff, but she has on a lot of her stuff, and this is probably the most, like, expansive album she's done. It's, like, the longest and probably the widest range of instrumentation, oh, and it's cool. okay. real good, and, and, you know, anybody who's, I don't know, interested in electronic music or maybe the more minimal side or, or, or something that's still, like, more like songwriter, you know, mm -hmm. based. Uh, that that's that's a good one to check out. See, that's I'm glad having you here because I I don't never really know how to describe electronic music well besides what I know I like and what yeah. I know I don't like. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to set it up too much. No, like yeah. she's very electronic, but that is I guess I kind of came to her from that. Like she did the facts magazine like podcast mix series like several albums ago mm -hmm. so she's got sort of like a that mindset to her i mean anybody anybody i think that is like producing their own stuff and recording their own stuff i think is somebody worth paying attention to as like somebody who's considering electronic elements or whatever. right i dig it but more of the straight ahead uh electronic music uh just yesterday halloween in fact detroit's own ectomorph just dropped their debut oh, album called stalker and good. yeah real good real good they i like they, that name all right yeah they <laughs> they said it was recorded live but it all is it's very it's not like a continuous mix it's like tracks okay. like it's tracked out like there's definitely a bunch of tunes like mm -hmm. a dj could do you think it's maybe like sure they just took like different live performances it's kind of yeah. like, like a clash or something like that or yeah i don't know i mean i don't know how they would i mean something where they recorded it and probably had it multi-tracked i mean it's mm -hmm. mixed well enough and, yeah, that's good but um but yeah it's a it's a good one i mean they're they've they are producers and djs who have been especially bmg's been around and involved in the scene since like the mid to early 90s he your boy just joined, by the way. Kyle. Oh, Sam. He's probably, just, he's probably just getting out of work. Gonna go shower off the, the stink of the kitchen work, mm -hmm. man. I hear I mean I remember those days. Yeah. What's up, Kyle? What's up, Kyle? We should we're here, bro. We, we should be practicing right now. But, uh, okay. Got the show tomorrow and everything. But yeah, like um, so they 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 run a label called Interdimensional Transmissions. Their parties are really top notch and very like influenced by like the '90s rave era. They're they they are some of my they're some of my favorites in Detroit just because like they'll do techno, but they'll do house and acid and electro, and it's I mean like there's a there's techno where it's very like. A lot of some some people do this stuff where it's like all really dark and monochrome mm -hmm. and grayscale and sounding and and some of that's better than others or but like I don't know too much of it's a bit much for me and they are very like psychedelic and colorful in kind of just this type of music they play or the music they make and it, that sounds like the album is 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 funky and weird and electro and i mean I, I only played it the once through so far still and i i want to pick up the record soon but um that was really good and then also uh last one was uh 
Demdike Stare, they just uh, they put out a new album, and they're um, man, I don't even know how to describe them. They're like um, they're kind of techno but experimental and dubby and jungly. And goes through a lot of it all. <laughs> yeah, they're really wild, man. Like, does it like? See, I guess the technical or techno and electronic music I like the most is stuff that I can still find like a rhythm to. You know what I mean? Some of it, I I get lost on the stuff that like gets a little bit like too like ambient or too like experimental, a little bit too experimental. Sure. Although yeah. I really liked like the. Do you listen to How to Dress Well? Yeah, I yeah. listened to their last album. And I like that. Like that was cool because it was kind of like psychedelic and like it just didn't like didn't have any of those like high RPM tracks or anything like that. People are like right, yeah, would, yeah. No, he. He's been he's been involved with that label Triangle for a long time, so he's kind of always had that like sort of that dark R and B sound. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, he they've he's he came from that Triangle Records label, and it's a very kind of experimental, you know, forward thinking techno, and like I don't know, it even gets like. But like like him, like he kind of gets into this R and B thing too, mm-hmm. you know. Like I mean, he especially him, like as a as a singer and everything. But maybe that's yeah, why I gravitate towards yeah, it a little bit because I he, like the stuff that fits in that little R and B hip hop that has that those elements in there too. Yeah, and this album definitely had more of like an experimental definitely. instrumental kind of. I almost felt like in a way, like it. if I, I think I said this on the last week's podcast, like if Pink Floyd were a new band, like they just formed in two thousand eighteen. I feel like that is like the type of music they would gravitate towards. You know, like, knowing, like, where the scene is at, what technology is available, like, it could be, like, more of, like, I feel like they would be using computers and stuff a lot more, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, that kind of seems like... We're just taking like advantage that of what's out there, yeah. 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 not saying it sounds like Pink Floyd's music, but I feel like, I don't know. Like, they might be, yeah. You can hear elements of, like, stuff they would have done on, like, Dark Side, like, I don't know. Our video's back up, guys. Sorry. It about always that. happens yeah. with Facebook. There's I have no idea. Like, but yeah, we we fixed it and I actually got to tag you guys, so we'll be on your walls and stuff. <laughs> oh, there too. you go. So yeah, we got more range now. I don't ever check on Facebook anymore because it's a pit of negativity. You but. should. <laughs> Unfortunately, for what we do, you should. <laughs> Here, aim it this way a little bit. Yeah. Get that. I can't. Get, I can scoot you it's got to be centered a little bit. There yeah. we go. All right. That's Sorry, right. I was just bringing it back up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but so. See, I want to check out more stuff like you were just talking about because I always find myself listening. To, well, see, when I run out of stuff that I like want to listen to for the week, I'll just click on like whatever looks interesting, or like I'll read whatever description Apple Music has for it. Yeah. And I clicked on this album by Lewis the Child. I forget the name of it. I can pull it up. Oh, you know what? It actually popped up on Titles thing too. Did it, Lewis yeah. the Child? Yeah. yeah. And the first song was really good. I'm, hold on, let me pull it up just so I can say the proper name of, the album. Name of it. Kids that play. It's a little EP. And this first song is called Interstellar, and I was like, okay, this could be something I'm interested in. And then it immediately goes to, like, you know, like the, I describe it like like the songs that, like, Diplo or, like, Major Lazer make a lot, where it's, like, that that's like that cookie-cutter, rinse-and-repeat, like, type cutter. of, like, EDM track with, like, that same, <laughs> that female vocal that sounds like they use the same chick on every mm-hmm. goddamn EDM track, like, that gets yeah, popular on like the radio. Yeah, like it's out of a sample pack straight up. And that's how like the rest of the EP proceeds to go. And I was like, God damn it, dude. (laughs) This is like, it's all predictable stuff. Like 
all the buildups and like all that stuff all happens in the same spots in every song. You're like, all right. Yeah. I, I'm good on this. <laughs> like I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Demdike Stare and their their album that just came out Friday. I almost completely missed it. Like I didn't hear about it at all before. I didn't even notice it was there until like the Sunday after. And I feel like that I keeps happening to me too. Had a had a had a nice headphone session with that one. It was really good. I'm struggling with that lately, dude. Because of this podcast, we want to like talk about everything that's current. But I'm like, man. I feel like I don't have enough Justin time Rolex, to like listen to the albums back, that I really, really likes, want to listen right. to more and more. You know, like I mean, there's like so much I, music uh, coming out. Anytime there's a lot of music you keep up on, it's it's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just hard get to get flooded, man. Yeah, so yeah. I think I'm just gonna be like, like the ones that I'm not sure about, I'll probably just be skimming through and trying to double back on some of them because I'm still trying to like break down like. Like the J Rock album came out early this year, and I'm still listening to that. I'm I didn't like I didn't like the remix of that win, by the way. Oh, I didn't listen to that. Yeah, Snoop, with Snoop, yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. I think Snoop just put that out on his own. I don't think that was actually like a J Rock like official remix or anything like that. Word, but it could be. I don't know. I mean, I, it, I mean, J Rock. It was only like the first verse from like the J, like the actual J Rock original mm-hmm. version. Then Snoop added his verse, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. wasn't that great? But that's just me. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, there was another album. But I just want to get the negative ones out of the way. Oh, Corey Lane's. There's man. a. Did, Not you, good. did you hear? Did, yeah, I must say there was an Action Bronson album I didn't even know about. That comes out tonight. It's already out. Oh, did you put it out? White Bronco. It's oh, already shit. out. Yeah, I checked a couple <laughs> hours ago and it wasn't out yet, so he might have just put it out. Yo, shout out to Action Bronson, especially. I'm excited to hear. Are we, we going to talk about the last night? By the way. Oh yeah, we will. Okay, cool. We're getting. We, will. we, we won't get into that now. Um, yeah. yeah, the Tory Lane's album. Like, I feel like. Uh, People are doing streaming the wrong way because they're trying to put out like quantity over quality and it's ridiculous. Like Tory Lane's already had an album out this year, drops another one of like sixteen tracks of the most uninteresting shit I've heard all year. Like it just sounds like the last album. Like, dude, the dude can sing. Why do you have auto tune on every single song on the album? Like you can Six actually, s- I've seen him sing live and it's like good. Like sure. why are you putting auto tune on every single song? Mm-hmm. Like shout I don't to, know. Uh, shout to Monique who just waved at us. So yeah, I don't want to trash it too much because <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of just being super negative to people. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of that one. I yeah, listened yeah. to that. Um, how do you, how would you pronounce that name? It's N A O is her name. Now, now I have no idea. I have no idea at all. Actually. She's an R and B singer from the U K. <laughs> and she just shout out to the Brits. She put out a really cool concept album. It's an R&B um, called Saturn. About something about like every twenty-seven years or twenty-seven to twenty-nine years, something like that is when Saturn orbits the sun, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like the symbol of rebirth and all this. So it's like a real spacey album. Like conceptually, the lyrics are a lot about like stars and planets and all that stuff. And it was really you interesting. Know, the grass you know, Tyson voice would have a like, field day with that album. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was like <laughs> the, the, the production though was like super smooth on it, and her voice is real smooth. Okay. She almost has like a real like childlike voice, like it's real high pitched kind of, but right. like not in an annoying way. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. It's really interesting. I would check it out. And then uh, on Flying, Lat- Flying Lotus's label, Brain Fly Low, <laughs> Georgia Ann Muldrow put out an album called Overload. That's okay. like. Some of the most interesting R&B music I've heard all year. It's like real funky and like old school sounding. Even like elements of like Sly Stone, like that kind of nice. vibe to it. Like so, I enjoyed that. I like a lot of the stuff that Brain Feeders got going on right now. But that's where I kind of I think that's all the ones I listen to. We this, got this a week. huge release tomorrow. What's that? Tenacious D. <laughs> Tenacious D, indeed. Yep. Yeah. Me and Pietro yep. regularly talk about how much we love that movie, I love Pick a Destiny. 
I love Dave. It's so good. I love Tenacious D so much. That movie's so funny. They're Bob, coming on tour soon, aren't Bob, they? We got a Bob Dylan release tomorrow. Oh, boy. What? See, got, that doesn't make sense oh, to me. We got a, what? It's on NPR First Listen already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... It's like outtakes from the Blood on the Track session. Okay. okay. It's, so like, it's, it's, it's a deeper dive. We have a that. Swiss Beats album tomorrow. I'm always interested to hear what happens with Swiss. If it's like just him producing and features on it, great. It's probably, yeah. I don't if, like him when Swiss Beats gets to No, rap. I like that. What's that dude? <laughs> when I drop beats, I'm a one-man band man. Oh, it's me, bitches. I like that song. I actually like that song. He's got like, he's got catchy little tags and stuff that like, and ad-libs and stuff. Uh, but like, when he makes a whole song. Takeoff has an album tomorrow. I'm, from Migos. I'm, I'm definitely interested to hear that. For sure. I really expect him. I really want to hear some like vocal pipes from Takeoff. Watch him be this like lyrical miracle. Like, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Takeoff got some shit for some reason just because like oh Quavo go put me in a back burner huh <laughs> what if it's like a, what if it's like an entire album like about something like deep and like it's like all about like criminal justice reform or something <laughs> like wait a minute wait what happened to the Migos <laughs> you know if I take like a political like that'd turn be to it that'd make me laugh dude that'd so be hard. dope actually I would expect that shit well, he's already got it made a little bit for this album because it can't be worse than uh, Quavo's. So yeah, I like Quavo's. He's already got it. Uh, and we let that be known like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but yeah. not a very good one. Funny. I heard that. There's yeah, people, I was, people I were was saying, like, was there any need for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there really wasn't. I really hope Takeoff's album was dope. Oh, you know what else uh, I listened to that uh, actually came out on Halloween yesterday? Happy Halloween, by the way, people. Um, it came out yesterday. It's dead. a joint album. Which on the first listen, I didn't like it. And it must have just because I was at work and I just must have been in like a frustrated mood or something because I listened to it today and I liked it a lot more. But it's a joint album of Freddie Gibbs, Currency, and oh. Alchemist doing all the beats. I think you oh. told me this, actually. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that great, right? I thought that the first listen yesterday and then Rob and I listened to it upstairs and I was like, oh wait, now I like this a lot more. Okay. It must have been just because I was able to like relax and actually like give it my attention. Because I, I was working when I listened Word. to it the first time. So. Did you know there was a Black Eyed Peas album that came out Friday? Quest Love said it's amazing. You're Is kidding. it? Quest Love said it's, it's Sans Fergie. No Fergie. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's everybody. No Fergie, yeah. No. So it's just uh, Will I Am and It's supposedly, Apple and, like, yeah. Quest Love said it's super hip-hop. Wasn't even, <laughs> like, in the late 90s, wasn't the Black Eyed Peas, like, a way different lineup? Yeah, way so it was, yeah. it was all those guys minus Fergie originally. Oh, yeah, okay. Man. And, and Fergie, like, was a, Fergie was an add-on, and then okay. kind of Didn't they originally come up through, like, Easy e and shit? I thought they were connected to Easy e like... You know, like they might have they might have been on Ruthless, actually. There's a very strong possibility they were on Ruthless. Don't quote us on that, I'm, but yeah, I'm I not swear sure. I remember we can, there's a connection. We can look that up and, like, confirm that, but I think they might... Because I know Bone Thugs was on there for sure. Yeah, that was their... That Bone was their Thugs first. was on there, and then, you know, Hobson, obviously, but... Hobson hate... Uh, that was a bad, 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 bad <laughs> Hops, blood situation. Hobson made that shit known about Ruthless, but still... Yeah. He beat that shit to a ground. We didn't even have to talk about that, but... Yeah, like I, I looked that up. I think they might have been on Ruthless at one point. Um, but yeah, Questlove said it's like really. He's like, he's like, don't believe the hype. He's like, or he's like, don't let the fact that it's a black eyed peas cloud your judgment. Listen to this <laughs> album; it's actually good. And uh, so usually when Questlove speaks about, I mean, the I'll, cover doesn't have Fergie I'll on it, so that's a, that's already yeah. there. Main Tokyo put on an album. I actually like Main Tokyo a lot. I want to listen to that Action Bronson as soon as this is over. That's probably what I listen to tonight. Yeah. Uh, exhibit Be oh, Real Unknown Mortal, and Unknown Mortal Orchestra put out an album. That's weird, dude. How is it? See, I never got that into it's that. It's not that good. See, I always like the thing, and I could be way off and haven't given enough of his stuff a chance to, because it is like, isn't it one guy? To yeah. You, basically, but it, I mean, I remember hearing him around the same time as like Tame Impala or mm-hmm. like whatever, and 
it just gave me this vibe of like when like rock guys are like really trying to sound retro. Yeah. And that I I don't know. But this I'm, this is like a total left field. This sure, is like it's not like not there's like no that, I guess. there's almost no vocals on it. It's okay. almost a hundred percent instrumental. Um, there's a couple tracks towards the end that I was getting into because like it like starts off sounding like electronic, then all of a sudden like towards the, like the middle to the end of the song, there's this like real like creepy like horn solo that happens. I forget what track. It's all like it's one of those things where all the songs are like named the same thing. It's like something something one, something something two, three, four, and it's like seven tracks like that. Right. I forget the name of it, but he puts out. I, I like the track that he's featured on with like the Free Nationals and Daniel Caesar. That Did was pretty we cool. talk about. The video, the holy water video. I think we did on the last. Uh, no, it, it no, it wasn't out yet because I released it in uh, in uh, New or- in North Carolina. No, you didn't. Oh yeah, you yeah, did. yeah, yeah I released you it. Did. We got it that. while we were here, but yeah, yeah. His uh, E Man's first singles video, Holy Water, came out. Yeah, and I was watching that. And you know what's funny, dude? I got I got to clown, clown <laughs> on you just for a second. Right, here we go. Just for a quick here we go. Second. Here we go. Here we go. So the, there's the scene where you kick your feet up, you know, on the desk, and you got the Converse All Stars on the backwards hat. Rob goes. Holy shit, he's got his Kevin Smith vibe going on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing so hard. <laughs> I, love, I, I, I love Kevin Smith, though. Yeah. I love Kevin Smith, though. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious, dude, because the video it, it, it's a great video, though. Go check it out. Holy water. It's fucking sweet. And I got a blazer on, bro. Yeah, he's got a blazer <laughs> and I got on. A blazer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I got a blazer on. <laughs> I like, though, the, like, the part that's cool to me that how I like how. What's happening in the story in the video? Like as you're getting beat up in the story in the video, how like your face, face is also progressively changing, like in the up. rapping yeah. part. Like that looks pretty cool. Yeah, shout to Rami Haddad on yeah, that. He, he did a good job, Rami. Um, who else? Oh man, I can't. It's not out yet, but so Nick Small from At Casual that we talk about pretty frequently. Oh yeah, shout out to Nick. Him and I have been hanging out a lot lately, and um, his video is it looks up. Oh, Amazing, dude! I can't wait for you guys to see it. It's crazy. There's some sweet. Is that the one we watched? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that video is dope. It's, yeah. it's, it's for Act Casual, right? Yeah. No, no, this no, is for him. He has a solo. Okay, because I, I heard stuff. you saying he's got that, he's that got he's some, he just got Paddlebots to record yeah. some shit on it. He's oh, got um he, he hired Tony to come in from oh, New York. Tony awesome. came in oh, and recorded yeah. uh, some bass. And what's Tony's violin player? Uh, Chase. He's on it. Chase. That's awesome. Yeah, that's smart movie. There's a lot of cool shit going on, dude. And they recorded a lot of it. So I got to hang out here last week. Right after, we, like, it was a couple days after we recorded the last podcast at the Plymouth uh, Plymouth Rock Recording yeah, Studio. Shout, right shout out to Chris Brees. Shout out to Chris Brees and Nick Small and Toby yeah, and all yeah. those guys over there. Um, so it was funny. So on two, last Tuesdays when we did our podcast and we talked about the Greta Van Fleet album. And we talked about, we, we talked about I know this story. Okay, cool. It, it didn't do much for any of us, to okay. keep it light. It didn't no, it, it didn't do much. Across, like, did you read the blogs and it, shit it like got, that? It, it, got was, it got trashed. It got trashed. They have a loyal following. Boy. They are not hurting from Yo, yeah, getting they're fine. bad reviews. Middle-aged dads are going to clean that they, shit up, yeah. bro. Oh, yeah. That, that is a, Boy. That, is a, that horse is out of the barn. Yep, yep, that's for sure. But um, it was funny though because right after, like two days later, I had gone to Nick's one of Nick's solo shows with him, and then the next morning he asked me if I just wanted to stay over there and then go work at the studio. And like there was this uh, new band from California called the Lovely Sand Dunes in there recording their yeah. Uh, they actually I think they just follow me on Instagram. Which uh, they're super duper young, but like man, like 
there's there's definitely talent there. I, I really like the lead singer's voice a lot. Like she's really. You know, my only critique is they probably need to add a bass player at some point because they do like these really heavy like uh, rock tracks, and a lot of them are like no. five minute s songs, you know. And there'll be breakdowns where there's like there's no you need a bass and you need bass in here, right? But, but they got what do they got? A, a keyboard player? Of they some got sort? a guitar player, a drummer, and a singer. Damn. Yep. See, yeah, they gotta add that in. That's yeah, where like, a bass is key. Like, need a little bit like, of bass. Bass is like that, like soul, like to. But it, I like, think they were talking, like, cause yeah. I think they were talking about like with Toby, the recording engineer, in there of like, cause he's like a multi instrumentalist, like sure. having him like lay down some like bass or something on some of their tracks. But I mean, I, I was blown away when they told, cause I'm going in there. I'm like, they're asking me what's to do around there. I'm like, oh, there's tons of bar, and one dude's like, oh yeah, we're like 19. I'm like, what? <laughs> Jesus. There you go. Okay. But the funny part was back to the bringing back to the Greta Van Fleet is their manager is Greta Van Fleet's former manager, and he was in there. I think his name was Mike, and me and him are having conversations I about Greta Van Fleet. And it was so like two much. days after we had like we shared like some of the same criticisms of it, of the album that it was like a little too Zeppelin-y. But it was funny because like I don't know if they did a deal with Apple Music, but they almost kind of set them up to fail because if you read like the bio they give, it's it literally says on there if you miss Led Zeppelin the first time around, try Greta Van Fleet. It's like, oh, right, well, you already got this preconceived in your head. That's but then what it is, doing. it's definitely what they're doing. It's like, not, it's, I mean, it's not a bad comparison, but I mean, at the same time, it's not like there. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not Led Zeppelin at all. Right. It's yeah. Not, it's, yeah. You can't, you can't compare yourself to Led Zeppelin. But I mean, they have like all the, like, they seem like they're talented musicians, so they should just find sure. their own. No, they're not, they're not, they're really yeah. not that Something bad overall. It, but. That is. Probably the real scary thing that could happen for someone who blows up really young. Mm -hmm. Like, you blow up really young, and you maybe don't have the most fully formed idea of the musical world around you, and you might be kind of limited in your influences yep. or whatever. Yep. I mean, I mean that one, for like... them... By all means, getting it done, being successful, but as a listener, yeah. I you mean, know what else is fucking crazy about that? Did you see how much physical copies they sold the first week? 87,000 physical copies in the first week. Was that week. really physical? Yeah. Okay. That's like physical you know, copy? Like, actually, like, but purchased it on iTunes copies? or bought Because you oh, never yeah. know. Because yeah. these days, the album equivalent. Right, here's, right. here's the thing, though, like, with that. Do you know, like, the labels actually buy... Well, not not them, not saying, because I, I know they probably didn't have that situation happen. But the labels actually yeah. buy, like, half the fucking album, but, or, like, the day it comes out anyway. Sure. Like, okay. themselves. So, I mean, that's why it's easier for artists to go, like, gold and platinum and shit well, like that these days yeah jay-z sold his last two albums the first million copies to sprint yeah mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> you know yeah I mean? straight up yeah and we were all me and steve were talking about this before you got who here. else said that you too did some shit like that too oh we had Apple. all your shit yeah. Yeah. that was yeah. such bullshit i think everyone still that. got that on their phone and not know yeah. how to get rid of that shit <laughs> yeah you still got this fucking white guy fucking bomb, yeah bomb babano bro yeah. Yeah. bomb babano <laughs> I feel like if you two were would have been a different band, like if they had a different front man, I could have possibly yeah, liked some yeah, of their material. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that like they, I don't know, they got panned on a couple of their more like. I don't mind you two. Let's put it that way. I really I, don't. I had I, a, I don't. I had a like softening up on YouTube. Like I liked them a lot when I was a kid, and you'd just hear songs on the radio. Mm -hmm. 
And then I was about 13 when that Beautiful Day song happened, yep. and it was just like, after about three months of that being on the radio, that I was song like, was nope, brutal, I bro. hate this band, and that was like me through <laughs> yeah, most of fair. my 20s. <laughs> that's, <Yep>. that's fair. <laughs> I always was kind of, I, I find The Edge like a little bit interesting, especially if you're watching like that, it might get loud. Sure, like, I bet that's good. Like, that was like, that was definitely interesting, and it was cool to say that like, he said uh, that he's never used the exact same guitar uh, tone on any two U2 songs So it's always been a different setting On every single song they've ever recorded I'm huh. like that's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah. He's got like that's an insane up. engineer though Like they yeah. interviewed his tour yeah, engineer they got, too they pro- This they dude is amazing like, His guitar tech is under so the stage sick and yeah, shit. Guitar yeah. Is sick. <laughs> yeah but they had You know they had some of their more arty Albums and more electronic Albums in the 90s and they just They started losing touch with people And then not to mention bands like like Radiohead happened yeah. and they were kind of doing the art rock yeah. thing way yeah. better and they were just like you know what guys and then even let's Coldplay make some Coldplay mini off that too. <laughs> like actually yep. well I like Coldplay I, I, no, I, I'm think, not, I think I'm not Coldplay I like Coldplay and I mean yeah. I don't like Coldplay as much anymore because they like make some really really stupid but sure pop music, they do but. the fusions and shit <laughs> like that these days but I dude mean, Coldplay's first album and second album are amazing Russian Blood to the Head and then what was the other Parachutes Parachutes yeah those are great albums I even like some of the tracks on X and Y and Viva La Vida too. Like after like I think Viva, Viva La Vida, Vida is pretty fucking good. Viva La Vida yeah. was probably my favorite album by yeah, the way. They guy. got That's Eno in, yeah. which yeah. is the ultimate U yeah. two Copying moves is to it? go get go yeah. get Brian Eno to come work on your album. You know what? That's funny. I, I swear <laughs> I won't talk about Greta Van Fleet anymore. But that, that was the, uh, what their old manager was saying. He said one of these guys, one of the producers they used, is like known in the industry for doing that. Like he did uh, Kid Rock's like all summer long, where it was like the basically Leonard Skinner yeah, and Peter and, and, and uh, uh, Warren Zevon Warren Zevon matched up. He said this guy's like synonymous in the industry for producing songs where he's like. Basically stealing or sampling, sampling like a motherfucker, a big chunk and, sampling you know. a huge chunk, and they said that's the producer they ended up going with for the Greta Van Fleet. You know, maybe think of that. Like that's why it would happen. Remember that uh, that Kanye line? I told Jay I got a song with Coldplay. Next thing I know, he got a song with Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me think of that for some reason. <laughs> that's funny. I, I never saw Coldplay live. I always really wanted to no. back in the early days, yeah. but like me either. They, I, I feel like they'd be good live actually. They were already like I feel like by the time they had their second album out, it was like they were playing Stadiums. like like Pine Knob yep. DTE, but it was like you know like expensive tickets. Expensive. It's kind of like uh, that's kind of like Twenty One Pilots. Twenty One Pilots, their second tour, they got like ninety dollars tickets playing like fucking. That's stadiums. crazy, dude. That's yeah. how like <laughs> Post Malone's on his first tour and yeah, he's got like two hundred dollars right. tickets or some you're shit right. like that. Well, it's crazy. Well, Post Malone had like a dude fucking great like first. <laughs> I album, gotta read though. you guys. Like, what was it? That Stony. Tony yeah. was his first album, I think, which was great. And then you got to hear what the Washington Post wrote about Post Malone today. Oh, here we Ooh, go. They mm-hmm. fucking trashed him yeah, so they, hard. I, actually, I think I read this article, dude. If it's, the, if it's the one I'm thinking of, I think Who I read it. it. So Post it's one of the Washington dudes from the Post. Washington Post. Oh, oh they yeah. Should, go, oh yeah, the pop star thing. I think I was the pop star thing. I'm trying to find. I think it. I at least saw like a. I know I read something. All right, let me. Oh, Post Malone is the perfect millennial pop star. So this is someone from the Washington Post. That's not a good thing. Yeah, it's not a good thing. I read this article. The most popular young artist in the most unpopular young nation (laughs) is a rhinestone cowboy who looks like he crawled out of a a (laughs) premadural swamp of nacho cheese. Why? Why? Why do you do posts like that, bro? Post Malone is a Halloween rental, a removable platinum grill, a cubic zirconium proposal on a jumbo screen in the last place team. His music, one of the shallowest bastardizations of rap to date. 
I don't think, or I, and I don't say this lightly, has the creative tension of associates at a downtown law firm complaining that $150,000 a year just doesn't cut it. He looks like he got clubbed over the head by a cartoon oh, peacock he, and he just turned 23. Why do you do my man posts like that, bro? He does look I, like he smells. He, he definitely oh, he, oh, he looks, looks like awful. he smells, bro. Oh, he looks awful. He's got he, like the Kramer haircut I, going on now, too. He does look like Kramer. He, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Dude, Rita Ora dressed up like him for Halloween. I'm out. Fucking perfect. Speaking of that, have you guys seen the Always Sunny in Philadelphia clip show they did? Oh yeah, like the like the. So they did a clip show only like, and I was a little annoyed at first. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get a clip show, but they did it in like a hilarious way where they're all misremembering like oh, the things sorry, that happened, idea. and yeah. then like at one point even like they're remembering a sign. They're all in a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, like okay, Charlie yeah, is I heard about it. Have you seen that episode? Like funny. the specific one. So they had like a so it was Seinfeld episode. I think it was like season four. They had like an episode uh, where. You couldn't like masturbate or something like oh, that. Oh, the contest. Yeah, the, the sure, contest, the contest. Sure. And it was pretty much based off that. And then, like Kramer jumped in. He goes, Yeah, Kramer, you're going to be the first one out. You don't know that. And then that's when Charlie, well, Charlie and like the Always Sunny version, but you know, Kramer came in, just threw like a hundred bucks on the table. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't familiar with Seinfeld, that's where that's from. And Dennis, <laughs> Dennis and Mac are both playing Jerry. <laughs> They're both dressed in like the red button up yeah. with like the black jeans on. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, Think they're so D was Elaine, right? D was Elaine, makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah. And then who was, Cas- well. who was Costanza? Uh, he wasn't in that scene. Well, was nobody? Uh, nobody, was nobody was because was they no- both thought they were Jerry. <laughs> yes. Okay, because uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't watch that. Like, who, yeah. who the fuck was uh, Costanza? And like? also, like, to further Max's obsession with being Dennis. You know what I mean? I think they played into that a little bit too. Okay. Like, they wanted to be the same character. <laughs> that episode is so funny. He's like, talking about how he doesn't like living with Mac oh, anymore. He's like, you don't oh, like living with me? He's oh. like, dude, it's hard to like living with a roommate speaking that rides of, a dildo exercise bike three hours of each day. Speaking <laughs> of Charlie, so I'm on flight back. Actually, this is completely unrelated to music, but I watched uh, Hotel Artemis. Hotel Artemis? What so is that? So it was a movie that came out. It had, uh, what's his face from This Is Us? Uh, damn, I forgot his name. But him, the guy who plays Paperboy in Atlanta. Oh. Uh, Charlie. Uh, Which dude from This Is Jody Us? Jodie Foster. Like, uh, Who's he playing in This Is Us? I don't, I don't watch This Is Us. I just know he's in This mm, Is Us. Okay. Black, the black dude from This Is Us. Oh, okay. Uh, Sterling K. Sterling, Brown. Sterling K. Brown. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Sterling K. Brown, yeah. He's in there. And then... Uh, there's a bunch of there's like What's a it about? it's like an all star cast so it's like a bunch of like oh Batista's in it too David Batista yeah <laughs> David Batista's in it too yeah <laughs> so it was about it was like a it's set in like kind of like this dystopian era like 2050 or something like that 2048 and it's like this hospital Hotel Artemis is like this hospital for criminals like when they get like shot or stabbed or whatever they go and get fixed up you got to pay like a subscription and I guess like the mob boss played by. Fucking Jeff Goldblum (laughs) (laughs) owns the hospital, (laughs) and I forgot I forgot who the female assassin was, but she was hot as hell. She's been a bunch of stuff. I forgot her name though. But uh, the whole thing is pretty much them trying to get into the hotel. Hmm. Like, cause I guess she's not letting any more people. Joey Foster's not letting any more people in, and they're trying to break in. I just saw oh, a movie kind of uh, like that. And somebody, and the cop, like the female cop, was uh, you you've seen Big Mouth, right? Yeah, the chick who plays Jesse in Big Mouth. Which one's Jesse? Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. That's oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Um, she plays John Ralphio's sister on fucking... Oh, on she's great. Yeah. She's great. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. Um, that's funny, though. That's almost like... That's similar to a premise of a movie Rob and I just saw. We went and saw that Bad Times of the El Royale movie. 
Have you guys heard of that one? Nah, I'm it's way with, out of it with movies. It's with Jeff Bridges and John Hamm and uh, who Jeff else Bridges was in it? John Hamm. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a hotel like heist movie basically. Like all these people are showing up at the same hotel for different reasons. That sounds very and, similar. Like, it was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was fun to watch. Um, that's weird. Like I, I did, there wasn't much like talk about it beforehand. Who else is in it? There was a lot of people in it. I'm trying to remember. I'll pull up the like, cast I list. I forgot how I segued into that. Um, what were we talking about? about Charlie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's why I'm saying. It's weird seeing him play a serious role because he plays. He's oh. in a, he actually plays a serious role in that movie. Like he's, he's a bad guy in that movie, which is actually really funny. That's cool. Yeah. I figured he plays like an arms dealer. Afterwards. That's crazy. That's sweet. Let's see. Bad times. Him. That's what that's what made me think of that. All right, so yeah. that's where I segue into that, guys. I apologize. But no. <laughs> it's good if somebody can keep the thread. I've been there where you're just like, wait, why did I bring that up? Yeah, it had Jeff Bridges in it. Had to go to Johnson in it. John Hamm, Chris Hemsworth, like a bunch of fucking people. Nick Offerman. Oh wow, damn, damn. that's weird. Yeah, it was a lot of people in it. It's crazy. It was cool though. It was like. Um, it was it was a it was a nice like thriller. I haven't seen like a good thriller in a while, so it was like cool. I like those ones too. There was this old what was do you remember the name of the movie that was kind of a similar concept where like a like a murder's going down at this kind of like almost a like clue type of vibe, you know? The murder goes down at this motel and um Jesus Christ, what is his name? Um High Fidelity. What's the guy from High Fidelity? John Cusack. John Cusack is like the main character in it. They're trying to figure out who like who's the main killer. They can't figure it out. I can't remember the Who's name the of the killer. Who's right the now. killer? Who's the killer? Ends up being like a little kid, which was kind of stupid ending. But the rest of the movie was sweet. Spoiler! <laughs> Spoiler! Well, well, no, I'm not gonna watch it. Well, it's from like 2001, so if you haven't seen enough. it yet, you should yeah, fucking call. Known. I used to watch so many movies, and I feel uh, like TV shows. We're we, we gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about last night. With the Mac Miller. Mac Miller benefit. Yeah. Why don't you get that started, and I'll go take my bathroom break in the podcast. Steve, you were watching a little bit before I got here. Yeah. So for those of you not familiar, uh, at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles, they had a benefit for Mac Miller last night, which a bunch of, like a slew of artists came in, like a lot of big names. You had uh, SZA, Travis Scott, Schoolboy Q, uh, Vince Staples, J.I.D., John Mayer, like and a bunch of other people fucking came out and started playing the show. And, you know, like, it, the family and stuff was there and everything like that. And, it, honestly, it was really, like, touching the heart felt like send-off for Mac. Like, and, you know, we speak about Mac Miller a lot on this podcast. We talked about him the day before, you know, he passed away and everything like that. And it was just like, damn, like, the evolution of Mac Miller from, like, kids to, you know, where he ended with, with uh, swimming. I mean, you can't really touch it. I mean, like, there, there's no other artist that really had an evolution that way. Like, to have, like, this, like, you know, like, kind of, like, this fun, like, rap style to talk about, like, depression like that to, you know, just playing the amount of instruments and the amount of influence yeah. he had music and everything like that was just insane to me. That's, um, that's what was really crazy when it happened and, you know, when everybody was reacting to it was just... Just a lot of artists I had no idea had any connection to him, like Moody Man, Damn Funk, Robert yep. Glasper, just like an insane range yeah. of people. That man worked with a lot of people. Yeah. yeah a lot. I think he's been talked about on every episode of our podcast. So yep. Far. Yep. We like have mentioned Mac Miller at least once every episode. That, uh, I want to, whoever did the, 
the audio on that stream last night did a great job because we've agreed. Me and Steve were talking about this before you got here. Like there was, I've seen a couple of those like that stream from Title. Like we watched the Summer Jam one. We just watched. I just watched this Brooklyn uh, Title X where it was like a benefit concert for criminal justice reform, and those like just sounded like shit coming through the. I don't know if it's if it sounded good there, but it sounded yeah. like shit coming through the live stream, Sometimes and it was like all of them were using backing mates. tracks like. The mics were crystal clear. I remember thinking that watching Vince Staples on there last night. I'm like, damn, he sounds fucking awesome on yeah. there. And it was like... Oh, Action Bronson. <laughs> Action Bronson sounded amazing. Action Bronson lighting up the fucking joint on the stage. Yeah, he had crazy. this fucking just gigantic well, joint just that he fucking came this out big, with. Classic like, Action, yeah. Action Bronson. Um, but you know what was really cool? Did you, I don't know if you talked about it while I was upstairs. Ray Schremer. No, not Ray Schremer. When Thundercat was playing them changes at the very end, and then... Oh, John, John Mayer, Mayer came on stage? Yeah, that was sick. And then... John Mayer covered Small Worlds by Mac Miller and then did Gravity and did this, like, 10-minute fucking guitar solo. <laughs> like, it was fucking so crazy. So I might be late to the party on this. <laughs> I didn't know Ty Dolla Sign played bass. Yeah. I, didn't, he, uh, I genuinely didn't know that. He, he was like a... He, like, I he's, saw, he's, he's, he plays bass well, too. Can I have another one of these? <laughs> yeah, go for it. I saw an interview with him recently um, where he said he grew up in the church and he was, like, the... Uh, the, one of the, like the directors, you know, like the band directors there, like he would play bass and like that's usually how it starts. Like he was in like the gospel thing is what got him. I was, so somebody told me a quote. I think it was um, somebody I was interviewing. I forgot who it was, but if you can play church music, you can play anything. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, gospel chops. Like if you play gospel, like you, you, you hear a lot of that come through in like Anderson Pac too, like that raspy like. Oh, absolutely. You can tell. You can tell Anderson Pac started off in church. Yeah, I can't. The, the promotion for this album is almost killing me. I almost like it better when oh, someone Oxnard. just drops an album because I've known about this Anderson Pac album for the better thousand <laughs> part of 2018 now, and it's like it's just the anticipation is, is driving me crazy. And I just like before you guys got here, he was just on um, Ted Cruz show or Ted Cruz, not Ted Cruz, Victor Cruz, <laughs> uh, not Victor Cruz either. What's one of the what's the dude that's on Power 106 or whatever Victor in LA? Cruz? <laughs> is Victor Cruz? Is that his name? No, Victor Cruz is, is a wide receiver player. for the. Anyways, uh, I can't remember his name. He used to be for the Giants. Definitely not Ted Cruz. <laughs> but anyways, Anderson Pog was and talking about Ted the Cruz Mac is the Zodiac concert. killer. Yeah, he's Ted the Cruz Zodiac killer. killer. Uh, Mac Miller was talking about the, uh, the the concert last night. It was funny. He said he hadn't been to sleep yet, and this was like this, they were interviewing him at like eight in the morning. And he's like, yeah, he kept cursing. They're like, dude, you're on the radio. You gotta stop cursing. He's like, sorry, real sorry. Haven't been to bed yet. <laughs> but, but like, he was talking about how he's got Snoop on the new album, Pusha T. He's got Dr. Dre's got a verse on there. Dre mixed and mastered the whole album. That's sweet. Um, That's pretty tight. And he's he said they've he's had to come in to do redos like four fucking times. He said Dre's like the biggest perfectionist when it comes to mix and mastering. Like, yeah. He said like yeah. one little tweak, he'll like, it'll piss him off. And he's like, all right, you gotta come back in. We gotta redo this part. <laughs> like, but, uh, I'm yeah, trying to imagine like somebody like Kendrick who has a bunch of fucking effects on his voice and stuff like that sometimes. So like, yeah. yeah, I wonder how involved with Kendrick. <laughs> I wonder how like because I know like Anderson Pocket, he's always got like the one dude that he seems to surround his most most of his time with. Like at a given time, Dre. It seems like like it was well, like didn't, didn't you know Anderson Pac get signed to Aftermath or whatever? Yeah, 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 that's, still, that's yeah Aftermath. Yep. Yeah. Well, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, great, he's gonna get signed to Aftermath," and, and now he's shelf. he's never gonna sit on the shelf like John. Nothing's Connor? gonna get released yep. for twenty years. He's gonna get John Connor, bro. Yep. <laughs> Actually, a lot of more people have been shelved off Aftermath besides John Connor. A lot John, of people. John Connor is probably the most recent case of that. Well, and I really what, want John Connor album. To come that's out. what doesn't make any sense to me. With like, we talked about this a couple times, like. 
with how big Eminem is, like with his artists, like if you were a good businessman, all you need to do is give them one feature on your fucking albums that don't really matter to you anymore. Cause like, who fucking cares? I mean, like D12 like, was big that's a because huge of Eminem. And, or like yeah, post them once on your Instagram. You have like a 50,000 yeah. or 50 million followers or some shit like that, Eminem. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know. I don't know. At what like what I was mean, the uh, look at uh, I mean even look at this current album how much Joyner Lucas and Jesse Reyes fucking and they're came not even aftermath that. artists yeah. like <laughs> he seems like he's taking more of an interest in Joyner Lucas than he is with like anyone else right now because I know Joyner's got an album coming out that he was talking about Eminem's gonna be on too so I don't know it's all weird I feel like if I was a Eminem type character like transitioning from being like the biggest rapper on the planet to like yeah. aging a little bit. I would you like, that's all I'd want to do is stuff. just push like newer artists, yeah. like set up a label and like really get in my like, time executive, pa- my EP bag. You think you know like, I mean? trying to like pass a torch or some shit? Yeah, not pass the torch, but just but, like, I would just want to dedicate my time and my resources say, I mean, to got, like, I mean, got a lot of stuff left in him. Like he's not passing the torch anytime. So that's, I mean, that's a better way to stay relevant though, is to like be bigger for bigger, like newer yeah. artists. Yeah. You know? And boost other people up or mm-hmm. like, you know, like what Dre did. I mean, he's a big production yeah, guy yeah. too, but yeah, Eminem's production. I mean, Dre was never really a yeah, rapper like that. Great. Dre was never really a rapper. I do rapper love though, Moment of Clarity so though by Jay-Z that he produced. That's a great one. But that's what Joe, that was a lot of the gripe that Joe Budden had against Eminem saying that like. That's where like the difference in opinion would come in because he like they they like have all their shit like slaughterhouse is this like street under known to be like a street underground fucking group and then Eminem comes in with all these like big production songs with like these big sample clearances on it and like it almost takes like, CEO like, singing hooks on shit and they're like this is not like our sound it, at all no it like, wanted to be, you, <laughs> I mean slaughterhouse is more of like that gritty like right it's almost yeah. like Wu Tang pretty much like, right yeah, it's like Wu Tang like, like that like that raw sound underproduced that's almost they, kind that's of that's what like, they should have I honestly think that's what the lane they should have stu- like stayed yeah. in whereas like Eminem tried to bring them like really mainstream that's why he had like all the like big production and stuff like that, that. Like, that's kind of like samples like the what was the one what was the one on their first Album the the one, sex and drugs and oh, yeah, dirty yeah, yeah, yeah. money. Yeah, that one, yeah. yeah, that's more of their late. But like, what was that? This is my motherfucking life. Yeah. <laughs> like that song is so <laughs> bad, bro. Like I forget. I, I don't know where Eminem picks his samples from, but sometimes they're so cheesy, it's like hard to like even like give it an honest listen. One Eminem samples are kind of like Nas, so bad. Are kind of like Nas beats to me. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like what was like the Nas, one? We talked about this last week. Nas has the worst beat selection in hip hop. I love him to death. That's why he never he got the, bigger. The exact, like, that's why yeah. Jay Z's a lot bigger than he is. Worst right. beat selection in history to me. Man, people always say that about like the like, Takeoff versus Ether. Like when they had the beef songs against each other. Like how Takeoff like lyrically isn't as good as Ether. No, but e- sonically yeah. it's just a way better fucking song. It is because the beat on Ether was so doo doo. Like it just sounded terrible. Doo doo. It was like mixed wrong. The beat was like sharp, like the uh, like you could. It it just wasn't like cleaned up or anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was raw, which you know, like it's cool for that like particular style Mm because it was you know it was a diss track. But right, I mean, yeah, take off was way better fucking song. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Ether was way better lyrically. So (laughs) what are you gonna do? It's crazy that Evan or Jay Z is still like on the top of. I mean, think about all the people he fucking put on. I do. I mean. Yeah. Too. Yeah, and he just made an album with Beyonce, so you know. That's yeah, dude, a, and he's on tour. Yeah, it's gonna be a. His, that's just a. Gonna be big. <laughs> no matter on what. Curiosity. I mean, like, all the people, people like Rock Nation. Look, look at all the people on Rock Nation. Like Jason, you gotta do shit if you don't want to. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's got a sports rock? management. Yeah, he's so yeah, diversified in his business. Yeah, yeah. Right. He has a sports. Well, he and already 40, and he has forty forty clubs too. I think right. So, he already yeah. had a fake out retirement thing too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, no, Jay Z ain't got to prove shit to anybody. But he's just doing it because that's what he wants to do and that's what he loves yeah. to do. Like mm-hmm. obviously, a lot of people are gonna end up saying like, yeah, I got to do this because I need some time off or whatever, and they're gonna they're gonna oh, do it hey. and figure out they got to. Keep doing what they yep. want to do. Quick shout out to Rockstar Games. Red Dead Redemption Two is fucking on point. <laughs> Good. I forgot all about that. I Are to they paying it. you? No, no, they're Send not. I wish they were. <laughs> ain't paying me. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Actually, I'm interested to find out if they talk about Jay Z. So, um, <laughs> have you have you guys seen Hip Hop Evolutions on Netflix? No. It was Wait. Like a, yeah, 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 I saw it. Yeah, it's I like a, the first season was like a six-part docu-series where it just talks about like the origins of hip-hop, where it came, oh, of the birth. I forget oh. the guy's name that does it, but he's like a hip-hop artist himself. But um, season two just came out, and I'm on the third episode, and that one's all about New York, so I'm excited mm. to watch that one. What's the one where they pick a producer every episode to... Oh, Rapture. Rapture. Yeah. There's one. Yeah. There. Okay. I mean, the only producer that was on there was uh, Jess Blaze, yeah. but everybody else was like. I think rapping. that's the one I watched. I yep. think that's why I thought. No, Rapture is the shit. I love Rapture. We talk yeah. about that too. Like, it was Logic, uh, T.I., Davey, Sanaz, Rhapsody, mm-hmm. Hey Boogie with the Hoodie. Yeah. That new Rhapsody, Two Chains uh, and g Easy. I think that's everybody. Okay. Have you heard the Rhapsody J. Cole song? No. And I, I saw that was a thing. So and good. I was like, oh, shout out to... That's great. And I was in North Carolina when that came out, too. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm in the home state of these two home people. So, yeah. Yeah, Ninth Wonders got, like, a, so his record label's Jamla, and they got the... Uh, Jam Rock. And they got the whole Jamla is the squad uh, mixtape thing coming out. Jam Rock. So, yeah. You know Jam Rock, right? So Jam Rock is like the fusion between Rock Nation and Jam Rock. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It was just that's what Rhapsody's under. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She's nice. She's like their biggest artist. They just signed a couple new people too. I like. There's this they dude named GQ on their label dope. that I like a lot too. I actually saw him. He opened for uh, Jordan Lucas. No, he didn't. No, no, no. There was a dude on that label that opened for Jordan Lucas. Oh, really? On Jam because uh, what's his face? DJing. Knife was DJing. Knife was not. No, 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 no. My bad. Knife wasn't DJ. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I don't remember that no, shit. No, it was a dude on Jamla Rock. Whoever their other, like their main DJ is. Not Knife, but. I forget. Fuck, I, I forgot I forgot his name. I'll look, I'll look it up and get back to you guys on that. But yeah, it was somebody on Jamla that was actually like hmm. open for Jordan Lucas when we went. I don't even remember yeah. seeing. We, did we, we didn't go to, with, that, with each other to that show, right? We met up there. Hmm? Did we roll with each other? Did we drive with each other? No, I, I met, met you up, up there, guys. and then yeah, we, saw, we saw you like twice, and then we dipped out. Yeah, I was gonna say because <laughs> it was a big ass crowd. I don't think crowd. I remember seeing an opener. I think <laughs> I got there like right before Joyner Lucas was coming on. Where did he play? Where was Tony? Uh, um, was it the Magic Stick? Tony just joined. Talise? Yes. What? <laughs> we were just talking about you, bro. We were talking about you. We were just talking about you with uh, Nick Small, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't even know how much of this stuff Nick wants me to talk about, so hopefully oh. it's not a cat out of the bag thing. Another <laughs> no, but I, I mean I can't wait for people to hear Nick's album, dude. Like I think he's got like a real shot at like making it, making it. Like if they shop this around to radio stations and stuff, because like he's got like a very like likable, easy to listen to voice and style. But then like what sets him apart from like people like Jack Johnson and like that type of music is he's got all these amazing 
like musicians hired that he hired to play on yeah, this shit where it's like makes all a, these songs sound so much bigger going a little heavier on the music <laughs> yeah. that's cool and he's recording it all at that Plymouth studio too which has got it's a lot of available amazing studio. resources it's such a dope <laughs> studio it's oh, so man. nice and we, we were in the basement I'm like sit, we're like walk you you gotta walk through the drum room to get into like the control center room and I'm looking at the mics and I'm like Damn, Nick, those just look expensive. He goes, yeah, yeah each one of those is five thousand dollars. I was like, Jesus. Tony said, Christ. I'm literally working on one of his tracks right now. Yeah, <laughs> nice. that's awesome. <laughs> that's dope. Oh, Dude, speaking of Tony, the one that, that actually just reminded me, the one thing that I'm really looking forward to hearing about tomorrow is uh, Massive Attack just announced that they're doing a mezzanine anniversary tour. Oh shit! And they've said that like they, they said that they're doing the. They haven't announced the U.S. dates, but they announced the cities, and they said Detroit is one of the cities. Oh, nice. Tomorrow is when they're announcing the details. So there's a lot of speculation is, like, is it going to be, like, their own theater show, or are they going to be a movement festival headliner? Mm. Okay. So... I'm, I'm eager Let's hope to it's see. a theater show because it's like <laughs> yeah. when every time yeah. there's a movement have festival it's headliner, it's so hard to get in there. Yeah. Like, get close, it like, sucks. Yeah. It's gotten to that point. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. Dude, when Public Enemy well, was I mean, there, I couldn't even get like anywhere but, close. But not, not only just that, but like Massive Attack definitely has like quieter moments mm-hmm. that it's like you're going to be in that crowd. You're going to be hearing some like hi-hat of some like, you know, Yep. Generic tech house yep. blasting from the other stage. You know what? That might have been. That could have been why the stream sounded good last night because it was in like a. Well, I think the Greek theater is a little bit smaller, right? Isn't it smaller than like? It's more of like a, like it's, a fox, it's right? Like, it's like a Red Rock actually. It's a little bit. It's, it's kind of like Red Rock outside. is outside. Yeah, no. The so it's Greek theater. Greek outside. theater's not outside. Yeah, it is. That was definitely. Is it? I think that was an indoor performance where they were Greek last night. Theater's inside, bro, or outside, bro. I think it might. Whatever we just watched last night on that. Is it, thing that was it outside? I I'm think not, I'm not hundred percent sure, but it might be it because like it was an it's indoor LA thing like watching. that. Like me, LA can. Let's can look into that out. real quick. I yeah. think it's. I'm pretty sure it's outside. That's oh, I, verifiable. I thought, maybe, maybe it was. Uh, it looked like it was indoors though, from what I was watching on. But you maybe m- I'm wrong. If it's not, you might be thinking of Hollywood Bowl. That's a real famous. That's that's, that's another one too. But but I'm not sure. Theater does make you think that it's going to be indoors, but no, that's it, outside, man. Yeah, that's yeah, outside. LA, yeah, they could. Pull that's outside, that bro. Oh, maybe. oh, that looks sick. That's that outside crazy. as hell. Yeah, yeah I gotta, that's outside. I gotta see something there sometime. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I really want to see Hollywood Bowl, and I really want to see, uh, and and I'd, I'd like to see something there. I'd like to see Gorge and Red Rocks too. I did. Right. see... I was in Denver, and I wanted to, like just drive by the Red Rocks. Oh yeah, I go to the park yeah. there even. Beautiful. For sure. You know, actually, I haven't been. No, 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 no. I know so, there's a park. The day I went to Denver, too. right? The first day I flew in, Tech Nine was playing. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm really mad I didn't go to that concert. You yeah, you should. You, you probably could have yeah. just hung around outside of it without a ticket and like. Heard I'm, it. I mean, I'm like, at the point with Beats and Bruise right now. I was like, can I get a press pass? Like, dude, I was thinking about that. Never know, man. Dude, I'm thinking about that for Electric Forest next year. Be like, let me get a media pass. I'm gonna run a podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna run, run a live podcast. Like, legit, I could like. I'm mean, like, see, I'm about to actually start looking at pro- like fucking press passes and shit for us for stuff. Yeah, like, that would be amazing. Because I mean, with Det- well, I know with Detroit rap, I can get press passes and stuff like yeah. that. Every once yeah, in a while, they but, probably but, got more pull yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we got on the schedule here. Um, we're gonna, seg- we're gonna segue. I would just have a bunch of stuff written down. I saw that. Uh, I don't know. Just this is kind of like on a nerdier talk. So there's this dude, Justin Brown, who's been touring with Thundercat, playing drums for him. That we were fucking, me and Dan were like blown away by his performance oh, at Thundercat Forest. No, not Thundercat. Well, oh. Thundercat was amazing too, but this drummer that he had playing, Justin Brown, and I just read that he got um, 
contracted to play now in Herbie Hancock's live band. Oh shit! And I was like, nice. oh, that's tight. <laughs> Big that's time. That's a level up. That's sweet. Big time. Hell so yeah. good. Uh, good for Justin Brown. Big fan of his. Um, Herbie's got to be gearing up for a new album. Probably. I feel like I've been hearing because he's working with all these young guys. Oh, now. do we want to make the uh, the the Apple announcement? I think we did already. We didn't. We didn't. We talked about we it last week. No, we didn't. Or maybe I just because I got the, I got that email it. when I was in North Carolina. Maybe we just posted. So I didn't. Oh, yeah, you're right. We, you did get yeah, it. Yeah, I got it in North Carolina. I didn't. We didn't make that announcement yet. Should we make that announcement now? Yeah, we got accepted to their uh, affiliate. Apple iTunes affiliates, boys. So we have <laughs> more. You're on the grid. Yes. More places that we can post our podcast. Now. We're on more the real podcast grid. Yeah, buddy. We're now, coming to Apple. No, we're, soon. we're on the real Apple stealing money from us grid now. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm already back off. We've beaten up. Yeah. The bitten fruit podcast, bro. <laughs> the bitten fruit. Podcast. The the new feudalism of the uh, music industry. Yep. The yep. the streaming era. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't like. There's so many things that I like about it, and then there's just so many things that I hate about it. Constantly. And the, the things horrible. that I hate about it are growing more and more and more. Like, I feel like people are really stopping. Like, they're like just they're caring more about how they can manipulate the numbers more than like the quality of. I what mean, that's like any corporation. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's literally but, any corporation. But it's true. <laughs> like we we were just talking about this. It does really reward a quantity factor to a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Like you could mm-hmm. listen to an album 10 times like two different albums 10 times and if one of them's got 20 songs and the other one's got two songs the you know the one with 20 songs is 10 times more stats even though you listen to exactly the, the right. same amount of time exactly yep and like so that's why you got drake making 20 something i mean song the amount albums. of people putting out eps right now is insane i feel like people are like you gotta like actually look and see if it's gonna be an ep or full length one now like yeah. most projects are eps i feel like just putting out more and more mm-hmm. often like like wale's put out like five like not five but like three or four eps, EPs in yeah. the last like year and a half two years i feel like that's like a growing I mean, trend he, Rale, i mean wale wale left uh maybback music i forgot who he's with now though did he leave maybach? i don't think he left uh, you know he's not on maybback music anymore i thought they were I'm still like together 90 sure he's not on maybach music anymore that was pretty I cool could, i can look it up real quick though but oh cool rick, rick ross, ross on that little dedication video yeah rick like, ross on the he gave mac miller a shout out on like the whole thing yesterday yeah it was it's cool watching those musicians Jason the that. was kind of cool that was too. weird that was that was like only mac could pull like that connection off i feel like <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> so I, I didn't want to tell you this during the week because I wanted to get your actual reaction to this. <laughs> live on the podcast. Wiz Khalifa was making an R&B album. <laughs> Can he sing? I have no idea. I don't think so. <laughs> we know the topics of conversation. It'll be weed, women, and whips. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wiz Khalifa. I love Wiz Khalifa. It's like, I, like that's that's no. The only way this I works, don't see it though. Like I genuinely I don't, don't see it. it. Me neither. I, I don't. That's almost like when Snoop Dogg made that fucking reggae album. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, the only way this works. Like, I thought of one possible way this <laughs> can work, and it's if it's like um, if it's like Ty Dolla Sign. If he's gonna have Ty Dolla or the Weeknd. Like, well, I mean, Ty Dolla Sign's yeah. a, a Taylor Gang artist, yeah. so just fucking make him produce all of it, maybe. Put some mad auto tune. I, I, I'm probably. just, I'm just, really, I'm not even, I'm not even opposed to an R&B with Khalifa album. I'm just more curious than anything. Yeah, I'm more curious than see. But how then again, I, I had no idea that Donald Glover was capable of making a fucking like. Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. Album, you're right. So you never like, know. You never know. But I don't that, know. that shit came out of nowhere though. He seems a little bit more creative than Wiz though. Donald Glover, not to knock Wiz, but. 
Yeah. Well, and you know, Childish has got like a producer on yeah. like that dude. Yeah, Ludwig Jorgensen's crazy. Yeah, like, he's <laughs> he, he they the, like yeah he's handling a lot of that music. Yeah, definitely. I think like I think what their relationship is like Childish Gambino comes up with like the concepts and the ideas of what he wants, and then is like, all right, Ludwig, this is what I'm thinking, and then Ludwig's like, bam, here you go. Because <laughs> I I definitely saw like a this is how we wrote Redbone thing. And it right. was just yeah. Ludwig. Yeah, and he's it, like the, the Song Exploder podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah. probably right. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. So that was pretty. That's a cool podcast, by the way. Yeah, it's it one, is. Song Exploder is just like I, what's the host name? Do you know? I don't remember the host's name. I, I check it out here and there when it's somebody I want to hear. Basically, he just like sits down with a musician to, to discuss how they recorded one song. Like, yeah, they just, just kind of break whole, down break down the process all the of how they recorded one and song. Like, it's almost like genius. Like yeah, Rob Markman does that. Yeah. It's it was, more about like construction of the song though, right. too, though. Yep. Like putting it like less about maybe what the was, subject matter and yeah. more about. I did see that once. It was a uh, it was a couple years ago. They broke. What was the one song? What was the one band? Fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, Tonight. Yeah. We, they actually like that. Right. You know, I had, <laughs> a, big love, I had a love hate yeah, relationship with that song. Yeah. He oh. like that the hook. I guess like they were made. He made the guy like record that like six times and just fucking overlapped all of it. Yeah, that's how it has like that's why it pops so much. He was in a different they band s- before Fun that like one of my ex girlfriends. What has really Fun done since that? Well, song, right? that guy Jack <laughs> Antonoff, he's produced like everybody. Like he Wait, produced Jack- the last St. Vincent album. Wait, Jack Antonoff? I thought he was. Wasn't he in that? I don't think he's in that. I think he was in Fun. I thought he was in the- he's dating uh, Lena Dunham. No, he was in. A different band, but I know you're talking. He was in. Was he in Fun? Yeah. Was it in Fun? He has a band called Bleachers too. Bleachers. That's but what he I was, was in Fun, oh, and that's okay. why Fun hasn't done anything. Okay. Like, he's doing other. And the stuff lead singer or, was in a band know. before that too, though. The lead singer of Fun was in some other like, uh, like kind of like a, like more like an emo-y kind of band beforehand. I can't remember the name of that either, though. Yeah. One of my ex-girlfriends liked it. But yeah, he's he's in that Bleachers band, but he's doing he's doing way more business. He's mm-hmm. produced like Lord and yeah. Haim or Heim and yeah, them three Saint Vincent and yeah. that's crazy. I I, I kind of like some of the Bleacher shit's kind of cool. It's like, I haven't heard some it. Of it I some of it's not bad. It's, it's got a lot of energy. Well, to it. he must be able to because I mean, even I love that new Saint Vincent album. But even. he certainly doesn't even, how, doesn't know how to pick women though. Jesus Christ. Duh. <laughs> She now, the, now she's the scum of the earth. Man. Oh I can't come stand on! Her. Oh god! Did you ever watch Girls? It's I, a good I, show, man. I, I liked some of Girls, but Who I liked I liked oh, Girls wait. for no, like um <laughs> the like side characters more than like I I, yeah, I, I, I never really cared much for her storyline in it. Like I always liked like <laughs> what was um. What's John Glazer's character that lives like oh, the dude God. that lives downstairs? That guy was somebody in the turtle yeah, and shit like that. Sure. It was hilarious and like Adam Driver was a reason for dude to watch, dudes to watch it. I guess kind of. Um, I didn't find him particularly relatable, but that's not crazy. relatable at all. Who? But like, uh, what's Adam, Adam Driver's, Driver's character yeah. in Kylo Ren? <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> he was in uh, what's the what's the Spike Lee directed movie? The Black Clansman. Black Clansman. Yeah, that, 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 that was actually yeah. a dope movie. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've heard that's good. That's got uh, Denzel's son playing the main character, John Washington. I think his name is. Yeah, he's in uh, Ballers too. Yep, with the Rock. Yep, he's pretty good actually. He's actually not a he's not a bad actor at all. I like him. I mean, the apple don't fall too far from the tree. Denzel's pretty... Although, Black. the last, like, 20 years, Denzel hasn't put out a lot of groundbreaking shit or anything great. Mm, it's been a lot of, like, 
the equalizer. I want to say the equalizer. Six year old Denzel still beating the shit out of people. <laughs> <laughs> <Good for him. laughs> no, I'm so out of it with movies. Dude, I have been too, but I, that's something I want to get back in. Well, oh, you know what? We want to talk a little bit about. I mean, we're like we're talking about movies. We want to switch gears of TV a little bit. That's Sabrina the Teenage Witch series that just came out. The new one. Is it a series? I thought oh, it was a, it's movie. a series. Sally Draper's in it. Yeah, Boy. Sally Draper's. In it. Boy, <laughs> did I hate Sally Draper on Mad Men. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh man, she's great. It, she was great, but yeah. I just I haven't finished. I'm not too far in it because I, you know, I've been back from North Carolina like just over 24 hours. So oh, it is dark as fuck. I love, I love it, dude. Yeah, it okay. is. It is so good. Like, so first of all, just to rule this out there, like anybody familiar with the old show, Salem doesn't talk. In the show. Is that the cat? Fair. Yeah, that was a cat. Okay. Yeah, right. he doesn't talk in the show. But it's actually like a darker, like, American Horror Story style version yeah, of Sabrina it, Teenage Witch. It looked, it looked darker. Yeah. And I've heard that Sally Draper's good in it. I yeah. don't know her actual yeah. She probably name. is. Sally Dra- Mad Men, right? I know you Mad just Men. said that. Okay, yeah. I, just I feel make like sure, yeah. I hate the the kids on most every show that I like. Like, the kids on Ozark suck. The kids on... <laughs> what about Stranger Things? Well, I mean, that, that show's <laughs> based now. around kids. <laughs> like, like, I, I didn't even really like the first season. I'm not a big. I'm not. I actually really like Stranger Things. I'm. Fu- yeah. I was fine with the first season. The second was a bit much for me, and a lot. A lot of my favorite thing that came out of that was that band that did the soundtrack. What was? Oh, it was two of the guys, but the band's called Survive, and it was two of the guys from that band, and I just thought it was cool that like this obscure instrumental synthesizer band like did the score for something cool. that got them like there, there was no other way a band like that would get that popular mm, other than yo. like landing that that's sweet uh my boy, shout out to my boy rocky five actually just dropped a single out on uh on a social media you know freestyle nice good for him dude yeah he's dope actually i'm thinking like want to close the show with it yeah we can do that All right. sure that sounds I'm good. I'm gonna hit him up real quick. Rocky, if you watch, I'm about to close the show with this. Does it say Rocky right. Marciano like that? That's his name, yeah. My new single. Wait, wait, my new what? single is like dropping. It's yeah. dropping. Yeah. yeah, you got some little notoriety. How do I know that name? I think that's an actual. I don't know. I was thinking of Rock Marcin. I think there's another guy named like Rock Mars. Probably. I don't know, man. I don't know. There's right. got wait, 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 wait. Before we cut it off. Oh, we're not even cutting it off yet, but. Okay. Okay. No, no, we're not. We'll play no, it. We got yeah. some time, yeah. Yep. I was like, I got a plug. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, no. We're, yeah, we haven't even gotten into the Dugatron. See, shit I don't even. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm hesitant to even talk, talk about my shit, own bro. shit. But, talk, talk about your but, shit. But uh, but I got a plug at least a little. Yeah, do it, man. Well, we got the new album coming out tomorrow, and we got a album release party at Ziggy's and Ipsy. What's the name of the album? The name of the, the name of the album is it's self titled. Oh, it's self titled. Do self titled. Yeah, it was just there. We didn't want to contrive something. It was I enough. Like it was enough getting together all the song titles. Historically speaking, the self titled albums usually turn out pretty well for the bands. Well, and just like <laughs> I don't know, it was it was never like we we didn't ever like have a, a concept or a theme or we didn't even we weren't even thinking in terms of out. It's just we just recorded a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we just, I don't know, at some point when we weren't playing as many shows somewhere in there, I uh, was finally going back through some of it in my computer and just like, uh, just kind of picking out stuff and getting like kind of skeletal arrangements and stuff. And, And some stuff just sort of like all had this, I don't know, a different vibe than what we sound like normally live or whatever. 
And is it just and you so, and Kyle for the most part on it? No, no, guys? Mike's Mike's on everything. Oh, Mike's too. on everything. Yeah, because yeah, we had Mike on the first episode. I'm sure you think you listened to that, but yeah. So. Oh uh, no no no, Mike Crutel. Oh 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 oh, I was thinking about Jenkins. I thought Jenkins was still. Uh, no, 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 didn't no. he? Wasn't he part no. of? Who? Maybe that's did I get it wrong? No, he's just he's friends with all uh, maybe, Kyle and all that. Maybe I thought that like, I think I got the mics wrong originally and thought that he was originally part of Dugatron. Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, that's no, hilarious. It's, I, it's Jensen, I think. Jensen, Jensen. Jensen. Yeah, my Jesus Jensen. Yeah. yeah, Jensen. That's what that's, it was. Yeah, he was here. Yeah, yeah was, I, I know. That's what he's No, yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's friends with Kyle and all and all like his group of friends. That's what it was. So called. yeah, okay, but right. no, no, Mike Crutel. That's what it was, Mike Crutel. Yeah, but okay, that's good to know that. But he's, he's on it. everything good. on it. We got. I mean, he actually just moved to New York. Okay. So we've reworked our live show, and then we've got like kind of a hybrid thing with like DJing going. Like, like we're gonna start off this show tomorrow night. Like I'm gonna DJ for a little while, and then we're gonna do the Dugatron combined thing, like the live thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kyle's gonna DJ for a little bit while we change some stuff over and get everything else set up for the other people we got planned. Nice, man. Yeah. I want to go to They're that. Good. I think I might do it anyway. I gotta work early Saturday morning, but I haven't seen you guys in a while. And I don't worry. I got I got a little bit of plans that night, but I'm gonna try and sneak out and go to that. No, I, I have every intention of going. I just wanna yeah. let you know. I'll let you know that right now. It is it is that season already where I I fully understand anybody like just being like, I can't get out of here. <laughs> like it's like as I a can't get fan, out it's crazy. The There's so much stuff always oh, happening. Dude, You're like, God I'm, damn it. Dude, <laughs> the, the event like cause not only just recorded music, but like concerts and events. It's crazy, insanely I oversaturated. I had to miss Odyssey last week. I couldn't go to that. But I, like, I I've heard so many friends who like moved out to like you know Chicago or West Coast or wherever. People be like. Oh yeah, man. There's so much more stuff going on, or whatever. And I'm just like, I can't even I can't get to everything I want to see in Detroit. I like, think about it all the time because like too much going on at any given time. I think about that constantly because part of me would love to live in New York because like so much of like, hip hop shit <laughs> it's I so love expensive. Is from New York. <laughs> like, there is always, always some kind of crazy exclusive concert going on with like this insane bill or like. Have you seen any of like? Is the Blue Note? Yeah, is that, in, is that in L.A. or is that in New York? Mm, they might have one in L.A. too, but I think the original is Robert Glasper's doing sure. a residency right there, and yeah. it's just been insane so far. He brought out fucking Anderson Pac, and they did like a Slum Village track together. Wow. He brought out Common the other night. He brought out um, Most Deaf and Talib Kweli, and they did like Black Star shit together. Like he just keeps bringing Damn, out like, so his sweet. friends, and just like <laughs> just doing all these all star jams together. Like, dude, Robert Glasper's amazing. I just want to hang out with that dude. He's crazy. He's so good. How about the balls on him calling out Lauren Hill too? Like that's fucking crazy. About what? About her? How like she screwed over like a lot of the musicians that wrote that album, basically. What miseducation? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I yep. Can see it. <laughs> or, and I feel like he even said <laughs> something <Yeah>. like. <laughs> She doesn't have the body of work to kind of pull the diva stuff right. or whatever. I feel like was part of it. Mm-hmm. I could be. I could be wrong. Yeah, that's true. That's like when Quincy like was- Jones. Do you remember when Quincy Jones said that shit earlier this year about Michael Jackson solo songs, and he said the Beatles are the worst musicians he ever worked. Oh, with. oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah, a great yeah, interview. That was, that was a great fucking interview. <laughs> yeah, he said he, he also went on record and said he was drunk, but well, whatever. <laughs> but, <you> know, I, mean, <laughs> I think that was probably just his part. kids. Like you need to clean this shit up. That's yeah, what like, the guy I could see like fucking. Jones, like, hey, dad, what the fuck? I say, if you're Quincy Jones, you can say whatever the fuck you want. 
<laughs> like literally say whatever you want about anyone else because like you're Quincy Jones. I don't care. But um, Paul. Just being like, dude, Quincy. Th- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why would you say that? Well, Quincy? it was like, what he said about Ringo the made me laugh so fucking hard. When he was like, how he, he's like, yeah, we were in the studio. Oh, yeah, it felt Ringo. like all goddamn day, and Ringo Starr couldn't get this fucking drum part yep. left. So I was like, why don't you just go outside and have a smoke? And then while he was out there, we had in. someone in record it, and then we played it back. And we were like, actually, we found a take where you did it pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> I could. He, no, no, no. The I best part is what it. he said after that. He goes like, well, that doesn't sound too bad. He goes, that's because it's not you, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Quincy Jones is a legend, man. I, lo- I got emotional watching that Quincy Jones documentary. The girl is yeah, mine, Quincy, Quincy on Netflix, by the way. <laughs> Paul. We were actually, we were in the studio, we were talking about how, like, how low-key brilliant uh, walk-hard Dewey Cox is with John C. Oh, Riley. yeah, it is. And, like, the scene with the Beatles where it's, like, yeah, uh, Paul McCartney's being played by, like, uh, Paul Rudd and, like, Jack Black is John Lennon. And, like, it's just, like, the, it's just, like, the soaps. Yes, the yes, yes, Dewey, you can drop acid with the Beatles. <laughs> you can yes, whatever, you can whatever you imagine. He's whatever like you imagine, Dewey. So oh, man, that movie's hilarious. And John C. Riley actually, like, sang all the songs for that. It was a good movie. Like, a good movie. Good comedy. A, I hope it's, it's on really Netflix. Funny. Good comedies are hard to come by these days too. In terms really of is that uh that was what's her face from the Office, right? The, yeah, it was Pam. She, yeah, Pam. Yep, that was Pam sure from the Office. Yeah. Jenna Fisher. Yeah, Jenna Fisher. They're like talking yeah, about yeah. them bringing that shit back. Why? Let it. Let it. Let it stay. Let yeah. it. Well, Michael, do not, I mean, do not people bring back are the people dude. are shameless. It's just I mean, crazy, dude. The, well, I mean, not not even just the people doing it, but the people like that are like, I love that so much, and I just want it to come. Like it's yeah. like, you know, let, let it go, it, let it go. Look at Trailer Park Boys. Look at how oh like my God. Just, Trailer Park Boys like jumped the shark so long ago, oh, man. Oh like, man, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't even. Like, what are they on? Like fourteen or fifteen? Yeah. or something like that. Knows. I mean, it's gonna be hard because you know Leahy passed away. So. Yeah, that too. Well, yeah, or or God. Uh, the dude in the chair, I believe, was the a, a big part of the creative force early on, mm-hmm. and like how it, the you, you know uh, Ray, oh Ray, yeah, yeah. Ray, and I, I, I think people have told me, or I think I've heard that is that like he was a big creator, or part of the store, like a writer or something. He had, had a he had a big impact on why like the first you know especially like the five or six seasons had like amazing character development right. and were like a little more understated mm-hmm. or who whatever. was uh, who was Ricky's wife because she left the show. He a lot of up. people, you know, who else left the fucking show, which was one of the best parts, was J Rock. J Rock, like the white the rapper dude, yeah, like yeah. he was so uh, goddamn funny. Cor- on Corey, Corey and Trevor, <laughs> Corey and Trevor, because they were like they Trevor were really. Le- tr- Trevor left the show, right? I or yeah, the- maybe I thought it was both of them. No, no, no. Corey's still there. I think okay. Trevor left the show. I they were fucking yeah. because they replaced too. it with uh, what's his face? Uh, damn, that dude is married to Tr- or has a kid oh, with Trevor. Oh yeah, Trinity. I forget his name. I Jacob, was, Jacob, Jacob, yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, I heard that they, like, Corey and Trevor were, like, the actors, like, were actually treated like Corey and Trevor. <laughs> like, they were, like, I don't know, they were sort of pissed on that's, or whatever. That's fucking hilarious. Lucy, that's her name, Lucy, by the way. right, She yeah. left the show because, I guess, Bubbles, like, the guy who actually plays Bubbles got into, like, some fucking sexual harassment. Yeah, he got, he, yeah. got, he got caught up yeah. in the Me Too thing, too. Yeah. But I think he got cleared on all of that. Like, that, mm. I, I want to say that that case got dropped. I don't quote mm. me on that, but I think it did. Maybe. I think it was, and that doesn't you know, doesn't mean doesn't it. necessarily right, right. You know? 
And just because we love Bubbles doesn't mean we know who the fuck he is in real life. Oh, absolutely like, that's not. definitely a character. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Remember the? Did you ever try and watch the? The drunken on drugs, happy fun time. Yeah, I got that's, I, that serious. Dude, I thing. got fucked up and watched that. <laughs> yeah, it was, you, this, you can only watch that under the influence of something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's worth a spin, it's, I guess. But uh, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it has moments where it's just hilarious, and then just someone's like, what, "Why am I watching this right now?" Yeah, yeah. it doesn't <laughs> quite have the stuff. magic of of early Trailer Park or a uh, swear net movie. Oh yeah, did I see that one? See, that's the other thing. They got a bunch of movies and lives, yeah. but it's just like they got a bunch of stuff. I, mean, I don't know. As soon as that whole Netflix deal came about, like yeah. Netflix put them on a lot of shit. Yeah. And then you know they do they do the touring and everything like that too. Yeah, so. I, I will say the first time I saw them, they did the Redford Theater on like that very first tour, and I, I went to that, and it was it was really good. I was like they 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 had material for the whole thing, but they also you know, worked off the crowd a mm -hmm, lot and yeah. like had things that obviously had to have been unique to that show. I'm always curious how those live like performance things would go because I know like the Sunny Guys did it for a little bit doing like the Dayman or the Nightman Cometh or whatever. Yeah, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't I go, I mean, I didn't go see any of the subsequent tours and I don't know how much they ended up repeating or whatever, right. but I, I did go to that one and I was impressed that they just came up with a good stage live show. Mm -hmm. It was enjoyable. What did Leahy end up passing away from? Actually, in real I don't remember. He wasn't like I mean, he, was he like, wasn't like sick. seventy or something. Like he wasn't like super duper. He old. wasn't sick. I forgot actually. Huh. I, I heard in real life he wasn't like a drinker really at all in real life. I'm looking it up real quick while you're doing that. Um, yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, what other topics we got on the schedule today? There's not too much left I wanted to cover. Um, that tense video for Anderson Pot came out with him and Kendrick it? and nice. uh, Dre's in it, um, which it's actually. That kind of helped me a little bit with the song, because at first I thought the song was just kind of like this bubbly like song about driving around like in the summertime with your windows or with the tints on your windows and stuff, but I the video had me thinking is it something different because like the video is like like I think it's more about like people like tinting their lives and hiding their secrets from mm. the perception of what people think of them. Because like in the video, like in one scene, like this dude's holding up like an NAA meeting and then everyone leaves and he's shooting up heroin. Yeah. And then like one, like this dad's checking out his daughter and she's like like a goody two shoes daughter. But then as soon as she leaves, she like strips off her clothes and she's doing like a webcam video. Like uh, another dude was like a painter by day, but then he's like murdering people in their houses and stuff. So like, I was like, oh man, was this, does this song actually have a deeper meaning yeah. or did he just he try to flip it for the video? Uh, Leahy, or? well, John Dunsworth, the guy who plays Jim Lazy. Oh, Jay's Lazy. Leahy. Jay Lazy. Jay Lazy. Dude, that's a <laughs> good name. rap yeah. name. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good rap name. Uh, he died uh, of an undisclosed illness. That's what they say. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, undisclosed, whatever that means. Privacy to his his family, family and, and everything like that. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah, he was seventy one. So R.I.P. Speaking of other people dying, the I guess I can segue this one now, in there. Bandy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> famous mobster Whitey Bulger got murdered. Oh yeah, 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 Black yeah. Mass, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, his story's so crazy, dude. Like, if you've ever read his story, like, he's no. been, like he's literally been hiding. Like, he hid out for like damn near twenty years off the map. Until he got caught, and his him and his girlfriend that was like helping him hide, they had like totally changed their identities. Like were old, old ass people. All the neighbors thought they were just like normal people because they said they were really nice and everything. And she never like never like conspired against him, so she ended up serving some time herself because she never wanted to rat on him. But yeah, he got fucking 
cleaned up in jail. 89, I think it was like 89 or yeah, something like so that. Yeah, so he got Crazy. killed just by other prisoners or what? Yeah, oh, by another yeah. I'm sure it was like mob related or yeah. something. It had to be mob related. they ended up like, when he got caught, they tried to like get him out of it, but he ended up getting like was 11 the, murders pinned was on him. Was it the White like Hill Gang? Was something that like that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's. If you haven't heard of that story or watch the movie Black Math with Johnny Depp, or just read about him first because the movie was was okay. Movie was alright. Johnny Depp. Actually, you know what? I kind of did like that movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. It's hard for me to get behind him anymore because he's been such a fucking Johnny Depp struggling douchebag for the last decade. Johnny Depp just left Pirates of the Caribbean. No, he got fired from Pirates of the Caribbean, bro. Oh, I didn't. I yeah. couldn't get into any of those movies. I never watched them. I, the I watched third the first one, one was and I was dope. like shocked that they kept making so much money. Dead Man's Chess, or not Dead Man's Chess, uh, whatever the third one was, I forgot, but it was pretty good. Just wild with effects or something? Or That's what? all those movies are. Yeah. Fair enough. I feel like I'd be so nervous to make one. I mean, I guess you gotta rely on, there's a lot of people that make those decisions, but like, if, if you, if it fucking... Like, didn't do well, it would be such a huge loss because they spend like hundreds of millions of water dollars. Waterworld. <laughs> Waterworld. Remember Waterworld? Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. That's Jesus. like a fucking Avatar. Avatar is like three movies for a billion. Well, don't but compare did, Avatar and Didn't Waterworld. that do well, though? Yeah, we the first one. Oh. But they, they like, here's did the thing. They're, another one they're making three more. Oh. They already they already shot the first two apparently. Like uh, was, James Cameron's back for it's all. It's gonna of them. make a ton of money though. Yeah, it is. It's gonna I'm gonna watch it. I'm probably gonna watch it twice because I like the first one. I was yeah. the type of dude that I was like I was like really into. It was like, pretty much fucking Pocahontas though, but still, yeah, I liked or it. Ferngully or it was, yeah. Yeah. Wolves. Uh, it was yeah. But like it, for me, was it was kind of very Ferngully like. That's a good point. I never yeah. even thought of Ferngully. Oh my god, I haven't thought about Ferngully in years. Yeah, you're right. That's a good one. I mean, I definitely that was one that I went because. I was like, you know, this is a pretty, like, this is an interesting of our time movie technological breakthrough. I definitely went and saw it in theaters for the 3D or whatever. Uh-huh. And I mean, there it was a, it was an interesting thing to see visually, but man, it was not subtle and no. heavy handed. No. And yeah. Like storyline wise, it wasn't very great, but like as someone that's a music or a movie nerd and like. The fact that the dude made up his own language for a fucking movie, fucking like yeah. the effects, all the graphics and stuff. It's yeah, super fun to watch. Was... It's just like it'd be the type of movie that'd be fun to like <laughs> figure out some sort of sweet album that could go along with oh, it. Oh yeah, just watch that shit on mute <laughs> and just play God. the music in the background. That's, that'd be a lot of fun. That was like me at eighteen, big time. I just did that recently. <laughs> Remember how I texted you after Electric Forces here saying I got, I was really into the New Deal or whatever. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. So. Yeah. I was um, allegedly doing something, maybe a little extracurricular, <laughs> and I watched Thor on mute with the <laughs> with the New Deal that live set from 2009 in Toronto playing on my headphones, and it like synced up super well because it's like this like action packed like like hero movie, and like a lot of the songs on that on that uh, performance were like real like intense like driven songs i was like this is amazing you know what's a good one of that that's sort of off the beaten path or or maybe not if you're if you're a big enough fan but uh anima by tool Mm. and the nightmare before christmas oh that one works well especially the 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 first half of it is pretty compelling yeah i would say that that'd be awesome and that's funny too, because that's like a musical too. So I wonder if any of like yeah, the, the, there's like the, there there's some moments that kind of work with the the vocals and everything, where where the ghosts are flying at you and the and their their mouths are moving and it kind of works with the music and or just like these like those 
you know, Jack Skellington or whatever, <laughs> yeah. like his like epic, I want to say like a, one of his big first epic entrances is like during that eulogy song with that like long intro and yep. it's pretty dramatic. Oh, that'd be great. You know what? I'm surprised in like a world of, of remakes and sequels, they had never tried yeah. to redo that oh. or like make Don't give anyone one. any ideas. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, what movie? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm now. just trying to imagine live like action. I'm just yeah, trying to imagine action. like a live action Nightmare Before Christmas and like how a, trippy. Like I, I would not accept so it good. if t- if Tim Burton directs it again. I would love it. Chris Pratt's like <laughs> see if he did a live <laughs> action though, it would end up being like the Nightmare or it'd be, end up being like Wizard of Sweeney Oz Todd. or like uh, Sweeney Todd. Like <laughs> God, I fucking hated Sweeney Todd. I, I love Sweeney like Todd. Did you really? I like Sweeney Todd. Oh. Like I really did. I like the play. I like the fucking movie. I, yeah, Sweeney Todd was dope. I remember like falling asleep like a few times throughout the movie. Here's a here's why the biggest mistake was Sweeney Todd. A lot of people that went to go see the movie didn't know it was a musical. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest thing. Like yeah, which me I love musicals. I go on record saying that I'm like notorious for it. But I don't yeah, like, like musicals a whole lot. I have a tough time. So Hamilton, time. you would like Hamilton a lot. Is if it wasn't five hundred bucks a ticket, sure. But, it depends but it's a hip hop. It it's a hip hop. Right? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, uh, that's a cool one. Uh, Book of Mormon is fucking amazing. I saw that a lot yeah. already. I like it. Like, I like uh, a musical. Like I can like some of the traditional ones. Like I remember seeing like South Pacific once, and I liked that. And like West Side Story, and I thought those ones were cool. But like the Jackson, a lot of the, the times, if it's something new, I feel like the song part of it just pisses me off because I'm like. <laughs> Why all it of a just, sudden are we just breaking yeah. into song? Like, I, I, just, I have a hard time yeah. with that. I would, I would agree. I mean, but that's just me. Especially because like the songs are never that good either. They're always very show tuny. So you're just like, no, nah, oh, man. Gosh. You were like, you were like Book of Mormon. So Trey well, Parker, Book, and Matt I heard Stone, Book of yeah. Mormon is fucking genius. Uh, Aladdin. They just what had, was that? Aladdin's dope. What was that movie they did before Book of Mormon? It was like a movie. Oh, and it was a comedy. And it was oh, a musical. Cannibal the Musical. Yes. Yeah. That was their Cannibal first Musical. Was yeah. Dope, yeah. That was. I mean, I, I remember watching that once in high school. That was pretty. Cannibal cool. Musical. South Park the movie worked as a musical. Right. Yeah. They had a lot of music. Yeah. They actually got nominated for an Oscar for that for Blame Canada. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Yeah. I think they might have won. Actually. Well, and they they got a lot of feedback from like big. Uh, I mean, I don't know, opera or musical or what, whatever, you know, and they were like, okay, we don't really know who you are or anything. We just <laughs> yeah. made this stupid, like, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they just like, they said did a that whole, They did that whole episode, too, about, like, subtext in musicals about, like, the blowjob thing. Did you see that before? Oh, that was part? hilarious. Is it more recent? Yeah, it's it like, like, like one, seasons It's ago. like maybe, like, three or four years ago. Yeah, probably. Basically how there's, like, all it. these, like, hidden messages in musicals it's pretty to much get how wives to blow their husbands after the musical's over. And it was like, they, they did so all these dudes they did taking wicked, their wives. Wicked, <laughs> wicked was probably the most recent musical I saw, which is amazing, by the way. But they did Wicked, and it was um, about like, how, and it was like, da, 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 blowjob. <laughs> and all these dudes just start taking their fucking wives to do it. Like, I think they even get like, remembering that. Be like, hey, they baby, we're like, going to Broadway. They even go so so far as to take it where they're at the, like the live act, like the live musical Spider Man, and like Randy ends up being Spider Man. Like, it's so oh yeah, because he was trying to prevent Shelly because Shelly and her uh, the guy she was seeing like went to a musical. He goes, no, Shelly, she's too young. <laughs> yeah, it's like his daughter. <laughs> that was so funny. I well, fucking love Trey Parker, Matt Stone, so much, man. But, I need yeah. to. There's a, a couple episodes behind on the new season, so I need to go check that out. I, I, I just didn't see the one yesterday, but oh, I'm, God, I'm all the, caught the up. The school shooting, like, that's, that's, that's a whole theme. So it's a whole yeah, theme. The whole it's thing. fucked up. Like, yeah. it's like they've gotten so used to school shootings that they're just like happening they, while they're like, they taking tests. Uh, so, like, so, you know what's crazy about that? They, they did the, the whole thing about Apu, too. 
But I oh yeah, and it's I'm a kid. fucking gone. The, the <laughs> le- their last episode of South Park, the end of it, it ended with a giant hashtag: cancel the Simpsons. <laughs> because it was like it was about Apu, and then fucking Apu got pulled from the Simpsons. Yeah. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I know they've they they're, had they're that. Off. They kind they sort of acknowledged it and sort of like. I don't know. They just wrote him off this week. Wow. Yeah. They're, they're not even like exit, like not even doing an well, exit story. Like, like they had Lisa say something kind of dismissive about yeah. it. Like, yeah. oh, well, you know, Simpsons, the thing with the Simpsons is they have, uh, they've gone on a real long time. Yeah. Where it's for like, sure. it's like okay, years. now people are calling out things that, you know, yeah. people wouldn't have cared about. That was like on the, that was like on the, like the low end of the total pole of racist things back then, like thirty years ago, like thinking about just like just having a white dude do a fucking Indian guy's voice as a quickie yeah, mark and guy. yeah, and a convenience store yeah. guy or whatever, and and so it is. It's one of those things where it's like you know you kind of gotta have an exit strategy mm-hmm. and get out when the times right. And The Simpsons is not that they have become, and no. they're almost like SNL. It's like an institution. It's yep. just something that's gonna. Go on like, forever or have something. Any of the people that have done like the main, vo- well, besides Phil Far- Phil Hartman, like yeah. have any of them died? Like any of the main characters? I don't think like, so. They, all have the they still voice? they still do like have a lot of the original cast. Yeah. I feel like I'm probably I'm sure at like this point though, if any of them did die, there's people that are probably so good at impressions that they yeah. could find like an impressionist Ooh. real quick. Hank Azaria could just uh, yeah start <laughs> just doing do it. another one. Do we got any more to talk about? <laughs> um. Shit, I don't know. Let me let me run down, make sure I didn't miss anything I wanted to say on here. I had built a lot of stuff. Dugatron! Dugatron! If you like electronic music, if you don't like electronic music and you want something that's got more interplay going on, sound like uh, people playing music together in a room, I think we got a, a bit more of that than some electronic music most people are uh, thinking of. If you're in or anywhere around Ipsy, come out to Ziggy's tomorrow night. Hey, Ziggy's, right on, uh, right in the heart of downtown Ipsy. Right on Love Michigan that place. Shout out to Dave Jeffries. Yeah, Dave Jeffries and Joe Jeffries, they're awesome. It's uh, a cool place to hang out and play up. some video games. Keep up that listen track. Listen music. What track? Uh, that Rocky track. Which one? I got you. You play. Yeah. Um, um, album's out tomorrow though, so anywhere you are, just look up Dugatron tomorrow. Self-titled, baby. Self-titled. I'm excited. First out, we got a, we got a lot more stuff coming next year too. We're we're planning how we're gonna do Apple. stuff next year. Maybe Maybe you guys like got anything? Like, I'm gonna say yeah. Uh, do you guys have any more shows coming up besides after? You know, mm, I mean, I got a couple yeah. DJ things coming up, but we're really trying to chill for the rest of fall and winter, and to like write and record more because we're going to probably do some singles and EPs next year or we got a mix that's going to be playing on Deep Space Radio nice. soon for Tech Troy. Oh, that's tight. Um, so there there will be more. There, the album's out tomorrow, but there's going to be a bunch more stuff next year too. Nice. You want to in- intro this before we, uh, before, we, before we go? He's not watching, but hey, shout out to my boy Rocky5. He uh, been grinding. He actually been sharing a lot of my stuff recently, too, so I feel like it's only right. You know, we close out with one of his tracks. Actually just came out, Chino Freestyle. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Thanks for being with us. Episode 10. Have a good one. Peace. Right.
up past his bedtime. <laughs> yeah, dude. I bet, man. <laughs> I was fucked up on Benadryl by this time last night. <laughs> 